subtlety of voice. I don't know. It's gone weird. <laughs> right, okay. Well, while Austin uh, finds his voice and brings it I back down to... I lost my bag. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wargamers Anonymous with me, uh, Captain Pickle, or Josh. Just Josh, actually. Just call me Josh. It's fine. That's my actual hey, name. Josh. And, uh, and uh, Elston Who's from... your pickle? Can I at least get through the intro? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wargamers Anonymous. My name is Josh, and I am joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Elston from Elston Nation. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in to episode... Uh... Are we 13? Are we at 13 or 12? This... We're... No, this is episode 12... 12. It's a number above 10. Yes. We know that much. I think this is episode 12. Uh, so welcome. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure to subscribe. If you're on YouTube, leave us a like. If you're on any of the other podcast uh, platforms, leave us a follow, like followers on there. So do, you can do get the, the Do the promote happy things that yeah, are on. Do all the, yeah. do all the things. Leave us a like, leave us a review, all that yeah. stuff. And share us out with your nerd friends if you think that they would enjoy listening to us talk nonsense. <laughs> Elsa, yes. how I, are you? How are you coping uh, with the heat? I'm fantastic. Uh, I'm going to be honest. We need to uh, we need to ditch the voice. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I really enjoyed it for the small time I could do it. Um, <laughs> hi. Yeah, I'm good. How are you, old pickle of mine? Warm. Oh, that's really Very warm. <laughs> Um, pickle, also as well don't use pickle of mine in any other sentence because you will get some strange look i mean i'm sure pickle is giving me a strange look right now but pickle of mine two minutes in two minutes <laughs> into the podcast and already elston is starting with the in your endo <laughs> in your endo yeah <laughs> you heard me right um yes it's very warm um it is, it's, it's it very is. very warm it's not too bad right now because it's very early well not very early in the morning but it's early morning and i've got a fan on i've put it in the other room sort of generally blowing into this room so that it's not going to get picked up on the microphone you're um, being blowed right now yes live on podcast uh, that's Wonderful. two i'm going to start adding like dings every time you do <laughs> like an innuendo jerk i'm going to add like a ding and what we'll what we should start doing is having a competition. Uh, people can guess at the beginning of the episode how many times Elston is going to do an innuendo jerk. Um, oh, oh, I mean, I, even I could guess on that one because yeah, I have no idea. They just come when they come. <laughs> sometimes you don't even mean to do them. No, no. <laughs> sometimes it's premature. Um, so yeah, Elston. Hi. What have you been up to over the last oh. uh, couple of weeks? Oh, all right. I've I've been um I I I I've been balls deep in heresy. Balls yeah. deep. Yeah, right. So I played a couple of games. I love love the new system. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. It's a very interactive game. It's very weird. Uh it doesn't 40k with the stratagems that you get uh feels kind of cheaty. Feels like kind of like I'm gonna play this card and screw you over. Like heresy. With the reactions, it's different because you've not got cards. You just go, I know what he could do next. And you've got to kind of keep your eyes on the opponent as they're playing in their turn. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so much more immersive. Of like, I can't I can't just sit back and watch him like trounce me. It's you've got you kind of got an ability to like hurt them quite brutally in their turn. And I love 
I love it. I, I, it's taking us ages to play games because we're still learning, but oh, yeah. God, is it good. Um, and I'm coming... <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that bit. Um, <laughs> I'm getting close... Oh my god! To finishing my sal- uh, my Alpha Legion, I nearly said Salamanders. Um, yeah, nearly nearly finished my Alpha Legion army. Nice. Um, how- however, I think I've got forty more Marines which are showing up today. So I will be at a hundred and sixty Marines. Oh, if we don't include Terminators, a hundred and eighty Marines. Nice. Did you end up looking at the Turbo Doc? Uh, paint that I mentioned. No, um, interestingly, uh, I also got asked about uh, my uh, manage, uh, local manager at Firestorm uh, inquired about also he said, like he had a demo kit, the contrast paints, the new ones. Oh, and he said, and he was like, um, would you like to try them out? And I was like, oh, oh. Um, so I only took a couple, but the problem was. I'd already figured out my recipe. So I was like, <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so I've experimented very, very sparingly with one of them, the Croxical scales. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's okay. Uh, they are very vibrant. They come yeah, I'm, well, down, I'm, I'm tempted to well. nip into town later on today and pick up a, a couple of them. Um, mm. There's only, to be fair, there's only a couple that I really, really want. Uh, the Scorp- uh, striking scorpion green because obviously mm-hmm. it's a bright green, so I need Aye. it. Um, there's a really, really nice purple as well uh, mm. that I want to yeah. get. So, and then the one of the turquoise, I think it might be the Croxigore one. Yeah, um, it's, it's I, really... I want to pick those up, and then the rest of them will very much just be like as and when. Like yeah, if if a need. project calls for it, and I look and I think, oh, that'd be nice for that. Then I'll I'll grab it. Um, but uh, um, yeah, generally I think I'll just wait on a lot of them. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to go out and order the entire set because uh, no, I don't. No. To be honest, like I don't. I use contrast paint for very specific painting. Like I I still use mm-hmm. them like, contrast paint, speed paints, um, and like I love them. But I use them for very specific things, and mainly for like base coats and stuff as well. I, so. I was gonna say, yeah, they're pretty much base coat paints for me. The mm-hmm. um, unless you're throwing them through an airbrush, but you yeah. have to be a little bit careful with the airbrush side of things, and that's um, that's just that's a topic for another video, I think. But yeah, the yeah through an airbrush, I, if you I, thin I, them down, the nice is like transparency, like mm-hmm. the, they're like less aggressive inks. Yes. Um, if that makes yeah. sense, kind of, um, kind of like your candy paints. If people yeah, yeah. want to use that term, but uh, yeah. but yeah, no. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a few of them up because there's definitely a few that I want um, to have mm. in my in my arsenal to to use. Um, mm. So yeah, I might go and pick some of those up later on. Um, I've got a few projects coming up that have sort of I've put off because I want to try some of the new paints on them. I mean, I have tried them in store. Um, obviously, I think most YouTubers have done the same, but my local store had them all out for the last couple of weeks um okay, cool. and and you've been able to go in and try them and, and stuff on, on like test models um and they That's are cool. very very nice um mm. there's, there's a few that are, are not as to tell you what i'm surprised it's, i don't think it's one of the contrast paints i think it's one of the washers uh, but mm. it's like a, a gray white wash um or shade or whatever they call yeah, them um, I think I've and, heard about and it, it, it is really really good for for 
doing white for like shading it to then add some mm-hmm. a couple of highlights on afterwards. So it is it is very very nice. So that's one yeah. I want to pick up as well. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, new paint ranges are always fun to explore. Yeah, like, so, what it's all it's all with this. It usually is in it because it's it's like oh look at all this new stuff I get to play with. Um, right. So yeah, it's always good. Uh, for me, the last few weeks, uh, what have I been working on? I have, I've been doing a big painting project for work. Um, that's been fun. Um, <laughs> that video should be out, I think, by the time this episode comes out. Um, and I'll have some photos and stuff put up on my socials and things like that of one of the things that I've painted. Um, but I can't share it on here because I'm not sure when it's going out. Um uh, I- so I've been working on that. That's been fun. Um, I For myself, for my own channel, I did, uh, I painted up all my terrain. Oh, not all my terrain. <laughs> I painted up a lot of my terrain um, in the last cool. video that I released. That was fun. Um, nice. I'm actually, do you know what? I was a bit like, oh, this is just going to be a quick a quick video for like how to do the terrain and stuff. And when I actually come to painting my terrain, I might put more effort into it, but you know what? I'm really happy with how that stuff looks. So I think all of my cities of death stuff, which I've got a massive box full of it. I think Mm -hmm. all my cities of death stuff, I'm going to paint up in the same way. Cause I'll, once it's all built and like glued together, which even that won't take long because it's all flat panels and stuff. Um, I'm going to get it all built and put together. And then I'm just going to, I can get it all done in a day. Like I can get like a huge amount of terrain all done in a day. There's some terrain like that I'm getting with Imperium that some of the, you know, like the plasma generators and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, that obviously I'm probably going to like do this for it and then go in with the airbrush and add some glowing effects and stuff. Sure. Um, But generally, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with, with how that terrain's turned out. Um, Nice. Terrain when it's done is just like awesome because you're like, I'm going to get so much mileage out of these things. Exactly, yeah. It's like, because like, there were a couple of comments being like, oh, you, you said once you've got a couple of sets of terrain, like you don't need any more. And like, I stand by that. I think mm-hmm. if you've got, like if it's a completely different system, like generally what you're going to need, if you, if you play multiple systems, you'll need some sci-fi terrain and some fantasy terrain. And some generic terrain. terrain. Yeah, some generic like, terrain example, will be handy. Like a sandy place or like yeah. a deserty kind but of like, rocky place. If I've got a set of terrain for 40k, like mm. unless I specifically want to do like a particular scenario or I want to go for a different look, then generally I'll, I've got a set of terrain and mm. I don't need any more. And same for fantasy stuff. The only time then that you need extra is if it's a completely different system that kind of needs, like uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah, um, yeah, that is because you, you're like Because you use objects. the terrain, yeah. yeah so yeah. you need, for that, you'd need like dedicated terrain. But like for Star mm-hmm. Wars, if I want to play Star Wars Legion, I could probably get away with like fantasy terrain for that, for the most part, yeah. and maybe yeah. just add a couple of Star Wars looking buildings in or something. Because like, you're basically fighting over multiple planets, a bit like 40k, so yeah. they're all going to be different. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I've, I did that, I've done that. Um, I... So I need to I need to uh, confess something here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I uh, I was at work the other day and I accidentally slipped and ended up in Mayfield miniatures. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have got more stuff. Um, <laughs> right. Stuff. Let's uh, indul- uh, enlighten right. me. So what, do you want stuff? do you want the full list? Yeah. Okay. So the full list. I have got uh, two Catan shards. Um, I've got the, right. the, the Deceiver and the Nightbringer. Okay. 
Okay. I got two Necron flyers. Okay. All right. The flying I, croissants. Yeah, fly, the flying croissants. So I now have three of those in total. Three um, flying croissants. Um, I got six tomb blades. Five of them are built. One of them is on sprue. Um, mm. And then with the three that come with Imperium, that'll make a full uh, set of nine. Mm. Mm. Uh, I've got a load more old uh, Necron warriors, like the old metal ones, that I'm going to be adding to the stuff that I've got. Okay. Uh, what else did I get? I got a Venom from Marvel Crisis Protocol. Okay, cool. Venom's cool. I got an old Necron Tomb Spider. Okay. Like the old metal one. Uh, What else did I get? I got um, some more Star Wars Legion stuff. Um, (laughs) So I basically got another starter box worth of clones and a speeder and an Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I also got a, is it, what's she called? Is it Jin Jin Urson? Uh, the one from Rogue One. Oh, okay, right. Gotcha. I can't remember what her name uh, is. It's like yeah. Jin Jin Urson or something like that. I think I got one of her. Right. Uh, I got okay. a Darth Vader, and I got mm-hmm. some Imperial Guard. Right. Why Imperial? Oh, Star Wars. Imperial uh, the, Guard. the red, the red, uh, the red guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so you're you're also bridging the gap into normal Star Wars or middle. So. Basically, uh, Mark had a box that was Star Wars Legion stuff, and it was all just random bits of stuff that Mm -hmm. had not gone with other stuff. And it, like, he'd not got it out, like, for sale, because it was just sort of like, I've not got the cards for this, so, like, you know, it it might not, like, sell and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, tell you what, I'll take them, because it's Star Wars, and I like Star Wars. (laughs) So my idea is um, I've now got a Darth Vader that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, Eventually, I will do an Imperial army. Um, right. Once I've eventually done my droid army and clone army. How, um, how are you getting on with that side of things, by the way? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, right. A brief note on my Star Wars project. Uh, right. The original intention was I was going to do an absolutely mammoth video that was going to be building, painting, mm. making terrain, playing the game. It was going to be everything, like a complete, and that, and for two forces as well. So two armies, and and the full thing. It was going to be a, a big video. I've since decided that what That's I'm going to do is <laughs> is break it down into some smaller videos. Probably wise. Yeah. So because a it's more manageable for me, mm-hmm. and it's less of a sort of pressure like, oh my, on me oh my god i've got to paint up hundreds of models now yeah and assemble them in a time frame that even elston is looking at going oh yeah i mean if I'm, <laughs> also if i'm completely honest one of the biggest reasons why i've not done anything is because i haven't got anywhere to put them once they're done right um, okay. at the moment at the moment i have run out of so like stuff, i know a lot of, i know a space. lot of people store the stuff in boxes and they just keep it out of way because they transport it for games and stuff i like having my stuff out on display especially armies like i think an, an, mm-hmm. an army in a cabinet like fully painted and, and done looks amazing and it's really really cool now yep my plan is i've got at the minute, I've got one. I think I've mentioned this before. I've got a cabinet, uh, which okay. has got my Necrons on the top shelf. It's like, it, if you imagine the, uh, what are they called? The ones from Ikea, the glass cabinets that are like a single column. 
the de- debt off. Yeah. It's bit. It's twice the width of that. This cabinet it is. It's like mm. a. Du- so the the shelves are a big. A double debt off. A double debt off. So the top shelf <laughs> is all my Necrons, which is pretty much full, which is kind of the reason why I've not painted any Necrons in a while. Okay. The second shelf is all my Dark Eldar, which again is full. Right. Um, and then the bottom shelf, half of it has got my Salamanders on it, and yeah. half of it has got my Age of Sigmar Orcs, because they're right. both smaller armies. Okay, okay. So my plan is... I'm getting rid of that cabinet because it's oh. it doesn't look very nice. The cabinet itself, it's kind of falling to pieces. It, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm getting rid of that. And um, the bookcases that sort of sit behind me, one of them is going to get packed down or put upstairs in the spare room, and the other one is going to go where that cabinet is. And then where those two bookcases are, I'm mm-hmm. going to have three of the glass cabinets from uh, IKEA. IKEA. Now, okay. I'm, I've already got one of them, but I need another two. Now, the issue is I can't do any of that until I've got those other two because I can't take the stuff out of the cabinet that's already there because I haven't got anywhere to put it until I've got those other cabinets. <laughs> You've got a uh, storage conundrum. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I once, I have, um, once I've got those other couple of cabinets... Um, which I keep, I'm keeping my eyes open on like Facebook and stuff for them going like cheap or something. Mm-hmm. But basically once I get those, I'm going to have a weekend where I just dismantle everything and move everything. And then I will have space then because as well, what I think I'm going to do is my salamanders. I think I'm going to take them out of the cabinet completely because as we mentioned on last week's episode about repainting, I have mm-hmm. decided that I am going to, when I, when I decide to do my salamanders army, I am just going to completely do it from scratch um right, so a lot yeah, of the okay. stuff that i've already got i'm go- i mean some of it i will keep like like some of the like characters or, or like hq or paint jobs that i am happy with i will keep mm. yeah, but yeah. a lot of the troops and stuff like that i am going to repaint um and i will oh, sort of cool. i will do it sort of not in one go but i will i will make a con a conscious mm. effort that i am painting salamanders at the moment so i think right um, fair enough so I will have loads of space, and that means I'll be able to expand my Necron army, and I will be able to do my Star Wars stuff. Um, I'll have extra space to put my Marvel stuff, because, again, I've not done any of the big terrain kits because I haven't got anywhere to put them, and I'd, I'd quite like to have like a, a Marvel like mm-hmm. shelf and like have everything out that I've got, because I think it'd look That'd cool. That would be cool, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's so that's that's where I'm at. Some projects have been put on halts. Why I've been painting a lot of sort of like one-off bits and pieces or like my terrain and stuff, because I'm wanting to get some more games going and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So basically, yeah, storage storage is a bit of an issue for me at the moment. And like, I could just keep it in boxes. Like my Dark Eldar, for example, I am kind of tempted to just store those in a box because I never actually play them. But then my Mm -hmm. issue with that is that because I never play them, I would never see them. And Mm -hmm. as as much as I was kind of saying the other day that, I'm thinking about repainting them. Like it's not a bad paint job that's on them, and they look cool as an army. So hmm. I just like I generally like having stuff out on display because at the end of the day, I put so much time into painting stuff that when on those rare occasions where I have someone come round, uh, it's cool for them to be able to look and actually see what it is that I do. Um, you're get you're getting close to um, I want to say my level where it's like okay. I've got like four armies that are painted and I do not have room for them. Where are they yeah. going to go? This um, is it. Yeah. It's a, it's a conundrum. It's a nice conundrum. But it's it a conundrum. Is, 
Um, but so yeah, I've just been picking like random bits and pieces of stuff. Uh, so out of the box that I got from Murfield, the two Catan shards, the Deceiver and the Nightbringer, I've painted both of those already. Um, mm-hmm. Because, but the thing is, I've been I've been really really wanting to paint both of them for a while. Um, right. So I did my for my Necrons. I've been using a lot of the Turbo Dork stuff for yep. little bits and pieces, like not for the entire army, but like on my Void Dragon, I use the Turbo Dork stuff because it 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 looks cool, <laughs> and I think for the Catan shards, it makes sense that they should look yep. metallic, weird. but but yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah. So I used that on uh, the Void Dragon. I used some on my Silent King model, like on his uh, dais that he stands on, on mm-hmm. the, the Catan shard that's sort of in the uh, generator yeah. at the top yeah, of his yeah. throne, uh, and on his on the inside of his cloak. Um, oh, I used cool. some on that yeah. as well, just because it looked cool. And I thought, again, I thought he needs to really stand out and look yeah. different. Mm-hmm. So I, I record. I, I did that and painted that on those. Um, so like the next couple of things that I wanted to get is obviously the... Uh, the Nightbring and the Deceiver, like a because they're two classic models that I've always thought looked nice, um, mm. like from the from the older Necron range. Um, I did have a Nightbring. To be fair, I had a Nightbringer and a Deceiver when I used to do Necrons, like my old army before I sold it, and I uh, I painted my Nightbringer, but I never ended up painting my Deceiver. So this was a nice opportunity to to paint a couple of models that I've had before and have again now. I spent 20 minutes painting my Nightbringer. Wow. Um, and to be fair, about the same for the Deceiver. Um, ah, two quickies in the morning. Yeah, literally. I just sat down and went, I am painting these. Um, I primed them both, because like the Nightbringer was already, it was just bare resin. They're both the uh, fine cast versions, not the metal ones. Uh, don't leave them out in the heat, they'll flop over. Yeah. So I painted my um I painted my Nightbringer, uh, primed that. The Deceiver had already been painted, but the paint wasn't too thick that was on it, so I just primed over the top rather than Fair. messing about stripping it. Fair um, enough. So primed the both. Uh, I used Turbo Dork on both of them. So for the Nightbringer, I used, I think it was Crystal Cavern. Okay. Uh, which uh, what is like a like a, a light blue and like a, a, a blue bluey purple color shift, uh, um, nice. and then on the deceiver I used radium, uh, which is like a sort of green yellow uh, color yeah. shift, um, cool. because I just thought it, it's fairly close to their like box art, but also different. Like it, it looks mm-hmm. a little bit different. And then all I did for on the, for the rest of it is I tidied up the the robes on the Nightbringer just went back in and, and painted black back on where the, the uh, turbo dock had, had like over, over sprayed from the airbrush. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then just gave it a bit of a dry brush with some dark blues and purples. Um, and then just p- did the base, which is just base ready. No, <laughs> and, no. uh, and then for the deceiver painted the ribbons around him uh, white um and then added a red and a yellow contrast paint in like alternating spirals and like blended between the two so it's like got a nice transition and and that was it there you go two tutorials out of one podcast there you go it was nice nice do you know what it's sometimes it's really nice to just just sit down and go i am going to paint this and then an hour later it's done like yeah i think a lot of the time because i could have quite easily sat there and gone no i'm going to spend ages on these because they're unique models and they deserve a lot of time and stuff but i'm really happy with how they look and i literally spent 
like I think I spent longer waiting for the glue to dry on the base so that I could stick the tufts <laughs> on than I spent painting. Nice. So nice. so yeah, that's what I've done. I've been working some more on my um uh, noise marine that I've been painting for the last couple of weeks. Um that again, using turbo dark paint. Um mm. I've just been on a bit of a roll with it at the minute. Like they sent me a load of new stuff out and I just got loads of ideas for like cool stuff to paint. Um, Sweet. So I've just been sort of going through and doing those. Um, but yeah, that's pretty no. much what I've been up to. Nice. You have been busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, ish. I mean, I've painted like some terrain and two <laughs> and a bit models um, in the last two weeks. So maybe not yeah. as busy as you think, but. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, each of their own, but still productive, which is what we like to see. Yeah. <gasps> Shall we have a go at the main topic? Yes, let's move on to the main topic. So I'm going to say a bit of my piece before we get started. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to hand over to Elston. Um, <laughs> so basically, we've kind of noticed that there's been a bit of an increase in negativity um, mm. on YouTube and social media. Most of it aimed at Games Workshop, um, but because of how sort of synonymous Games Workshop and Warhammer is with the hobby in general, the negativity ends up just being negativity in the hobby. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, what before we get into the topic, the main topic is basically how to encourage positivity and right. what you can do, what your hobby group can do to sort of neg- because regardless of what the reasons are for the negativity, we're not going into that because everyone yeah. has different opinions and that is absolutely fine. We don't all have to agree. We don't all have to think the same thing. But regardless of what your opinion is, there is I don't think you can deny that negativity in the hobby hurts the hobby because it yeah. makes people not want to do it as much or disengage with it a little bit. So it's it's kind of just how to combat that, how to either avoid negativity or just to promote positivity in a way that is not just like fanboying sort of thing. Because that, <laughs> that's the other thing that I wanted yeah. to be clear on. We are not, you know, we are not GW fanboys. <laughs> yes, we like a lot of their products. Yes, we play and collect a lot of their games and miniatures. But guess what? We also play and collect or at least I buy a lot of miniatures for other game systems. Um, And we like those as well. We just generally like the hobby, and we're not too fussed on where it comes from in particular. If it's a cool-looking model or a cool game, then we like it. Mm. So please, like, it's one of those subjects that's kind of of touchy to talk about because – because of how the world is and the internet is at the moment, like you, you're, you've either got to be all one or all the other. Like people seem to have forgotten that you can be multiple different things <laughs> and you can agree with multiple different points of view, and it's not generally an issue. But people seem to be of the opinion that you either absolutely love Games Workshop and you're a shill and a fanboy, or you hate them and want to see them burn into the ground. And <laughs> they're like, surprise, surprise, there is a lot of middle ground in between those two opinions. Um, right. And I think, I think, like, not wanting to sort of put words in Elston's mouth, but I think that we generally do edge more towards we'd like Games Workshop mm-hmm. rather than we don't like them. But we're definitely mm-hmm. in the middle. We're not super mega fanboys. And if Games nope. Workshop do stuff that's wrong or, you know, something is overpriced, then we call them out on it. We, we take the mickey. But yeah. 
So the, yeah. I just wanted to get all that out of the way before we start talking because I don't want this to end up being, uh, oh, you guys are just shilling or anything like yeah. that because because we're really not. We just we just enjoy the hobby and sometimes it makes us a bit sad that there's so much anger out there. Um, so that's it. I'm going to hand over to Elston now. Can <laughs> talk more. Don't worry, everyone. Don't worry. I am not like product placement isn't really part of what I'm going to be talking about at all as well. And to be, I give you a little bit of clarity. We started just before we just started talking about this podcast today. We had no clue about the main topic and I've got an idea. So uh, this is completely winging it, but I've got some ideas for you. So positivity in wargaming right let's start with the nemesis of positivity and that is negativity now where can we find negativity the main target that guy that guy you've all met him you all know him you've all encountered him that guy now when i say that guy I'm not being sexist. I'm just generally speaking from experience. Every single time that guy has been there, he is a guy. So as soon as that woman comes along, I will say that woman. But for until now, it's that guy. That guy is an hat, And he ruins games. He ruins just enjoying, enjoying hobby. Now, what you'll probably find is that guy is a, a gamer a gamer and possibly not not so much a hobbyist so we need to take this into account and we're going to go a very analytical element of this don't worry there's going to be stupid in here as well so hold on to your seats so let's analyze that guy that guy wants to win that guy may be having a bad day but that bad day might have lasted about six years so we have to take that into account that his bad day is going on longer then maybe your or my bad day might be gone. I'm not saying if you are that guy as well, I hope you feel better soon because six years is a bad time to being having a bad day. Anyway, so we have to take that into account. The one thing, if that guy comes along and he ruins our day, what we don't want to do is snap at him because that just feeds the animal. It feeds the monster. If you want to argue with him, he is ready to argue. So, there's no point in arguing. Now, there's no point in resorting to name-calling either, because you will quickly find that you overstep the boundaries of civilization, and that person will have an even badder day. So, what do we do in this scenario where we are dealt with, with that guy? Pickle, what would you do in this scenario? I'm confused what's happening. Um, <laughs> are we you in a store a, you're you're in a store you're at a game you're 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 having a game you're in a store at various different scenarios that guy has come along that guy has engaged with you in a am i, am I playing a game against this guy all right let's let's say you're playing a game against this guy oh, that guy okay. that guy has initiated that guy has initiated <laughs> that guy tactics and initiated that guy behavior and you're halfway through the game what do you do? Uh, I would just say, good game, you win, and I'd pack up. That is the correct answer. There doesn't need to be any negativity involved. You just go, sorry, I'm not enjoying myself. I'll see you later. Now, that might make that guy feel a bit worse, but 
that's on him. He started this. So we we happily pack up our miniatures and walk away. And this is the mindset I want to get you all into. When you walk away, you're going to be a bit annoyed. You're like, I just wasted a load of time. What I want you to just take this moment to think about it. We go, I'm walking away from that guy. My day is going to get better from now. So take that negative thought of, crap, I've just wasted two and a half hours dealing with someone I don't actually want to deal with on a game I don't like. Or it might be a game you do like, but that game you didn't like. And just think, okay, I'm going to go get a Greg's. Or I'm going to go get a KFC. Or I'm going to go get a pasty. Or or a, a drink, a beer, or something like that. Do something to make yourself feel better. Now, that might well be going for a run. You might have personal activities you do at home. I'm not going to pry into those. Those are what you do behind closed doors. Anyway, my advice, make yourself feel better in whatever I'll, way you can. I love how I gave all the sort of pre-topic talk just to sort of set set up what we were doing, and then I thought, and then I thought, do you know what? I'll pass it over to Elston, who can explain more clearly uh, what we're talking about. And then, and then, and then we got we got that. <laughs> I'm not done. That oh is, wow, that is that guy scenario. That's, that's part one. That's that's part one. Now that guy scenario can also happen when you're just browsing in a shop, and you may be talking to someone you do like. What you will find is that guy tactics are to insert himself into your conversation, regardless of whether or not he is welcomed into it. That guy, That's what that guy's tactics are. You could be talking with a friend in a nice, peaceful conversation about rules. And you go, this is a pretty cool rule. And they're like, oh, yeah, that is a pretty cool rule. This is, this is a gross rule. Or I have fun, I did this. That guy will come along and go, yeah, but it doesn't play in that scenario. I'm like, what you want to say in your head, and this is what everyone says, goes, piss off, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> That's what everyone's thinking. Let's not pull our punches here. That is what everyone is thinking. If you are that guy and you listen to this, that's what we're thinking. When you insert yourself into a conversation you have not been welcomed into. Now, if you're that guy and you're looking to start a conversation and you're just, maybe you're getting it wrong, I would suggest this. Suggest something positive. If you see, you say, oh, I got this rule, I could do this. Go, have you ever looked at this rule? This can do something really gross. And you let the person... Figure it out for themselves. You don't See, give them all the answers. No. To, 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 just to play devil's adv advocate, or right. like for the other side, like in this scenario, are the people that are they playing a game or are they just talking no, about rules? They're just talking. Oh, they're just about talking rules. about it. Okay. They're just talking say, about rules. If they were playing a game and I saw hmm, someone using that, a rule wrong, I would I would probably say, oh, actually, that. I mean, obviously, I, I know rules. Um, but, <laughs> but I think I would then say, oh, that's not actually how that works. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially if that guy is doing it to someone else, then you are allowed to be the white knight and come in and save the situation by correcting yeah. the and steering the I balance think, back on course. I think generally, and what we're not saying, or what I hope Elson's not saying, <laughs> is um, don't talk to people in game stores. Because, <laughs> no. like, for me, like, I love going to my local store, like, and I, not in not in a negative way, but I don't buy stuff very often, like, and 
Part of that is just because I've got enough stuff as it is. <laughs> um, but like, I do buy stuff. But a lot of the time I go in because I like to talk to my friend who runs it and I talk to uh, the other people that go in that are sat painting or browsing or just talking about the hobby and enjoying themselves. And we all go in. I don't know them all by name, but I might know them by face or, you know, mm-hmm. I, and we yeah. go in and we have a chat and stuff. And I'm, I'm quite, and always you, quite you open to chatting with people in, in stores. And to be fair, if you don't know their name or you just can't remember, you can always get away with, all right, dude. Exactly, yeah. But <laughs> and I'll do that in any store, um, as long as you because you can gen- you can generally tell when it's kind of like a an open conversation yep. that, that you can get involved in and when it's just a private conversation between between a couple of friends, like that yes. they're talking about something specific to them or yep. But if exactly. it's generally like a conversation, a hobby store, like you know, it's free for all. Like yeah, everyone's yeah. invited because it's v- as long as you've got something to add and you know, you aren't just being, you know, I think it comes across in how you implement it, how you mm-hmm. insert yourself into that conversation. Exactly that. Don't come in correcting people. Just maybe hesitate a little bit and go, uh, I didn't think that was how it played. Or have you seen this? Or suggest something. Let people figure it out for themselves. Because here's the next piece of advice as well. When you're gaming... And someone tells you now. It, this is not necessarily that guy. This is this applies to anyone because I have friends that do this. Someone tells you a rule is the way it is, and you go, "I'm not sure about that." And then they affirmatively stamp their foot down and go, "Yes, it is. It is that way." They don't give you the opportunity to look at the rule yourself. Now, when this happens. What is the correct thing to do, Pickle? Um, just check the rule if you're unsure on the rule. That is the correct answer. Well done. It's just check the rule yourself. Because at the end of the day, we're all learning. There's a lot of rules. And it's good to read. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. I have this issue. I have this issue when I've played... I mean, generally, I play against friends uh, most of the time. Uh, so it, it's not too much of an issue for me because you know we're all mm-hmm. friends and we just we just get on and we, we we help each other more than anything. Yes, but on the on the occasions where I have played against um, like randoms in store or you know events or whatever, you know if you like I don't know everyone else's army. I don't know how everyone else's codex works. I don't know mm-hmm. the names of all their rules. I know how mine works, and that's probably right. why I don't do many tournaments. Um, mm. So if anyone, someone says, oh, I get to do this because of this rule, I've just got to take their word for it because I don't know how it works. Mm. I don't mind that. If they say, oh, these units get X, Y, they get this rule that lets me do this thing, that's fine because then I'll know that for in the future. But if they just start rolling dice and saying, oh, this is this, this is this, this is this, I'm like, well, what's that? How, How does that how does that yeah. unit get that? Or you know, if they do one thing one turn and then you notice that it's different a different turn, I'll say, yeah. why aren't they? Why aren't they getting that rule anymore? Or why are they getting that rule? Or mm-hmm. I thought this is how that worked. And that people can either react to that one of two ways. They'll either go, oh yeah, it's because of X, Y, Z, and they'll explain it to you. Yeah. Or what they'll do is they'll be those horrible sort of metagamey people that somehow think that by not explaining how the their rule. army works they've got the upper hand because or, it leaves you in the dark 
Yeah, or the people that read rules the wrong way or skip out on the negative part of rules because they really want to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now, what I want to steer clear of here is um, we can go too far down this um, rules correcting everything, and I want to stick on track with being positive in mm-hmm. this element. So those situations will arise when you're gaming especially if you're gaming with random people even when you're gaming with friends i have some friends they're real ass hats when it comes to playing they they will they want to win and it bugs the hell out of me because i just want to play a game and enjoy so this is one thing i would say for being positive and understanding things is understand yourself and what you want when it comes to gaming if you are a person that is beer and pretzels having a laugh i personally enjoy the story and the silly things that happens in games um that is my jam when it comes to gaming i don't necessarily care about winning as long as we both have a good time that is what i promote and that is what i will do i have learned through the years some of my friends do not want to play that way and that's fine everyone's allowed to play that way but they're not going to play against me anymore so you are allowed to say no to them Mm -hmm. because you know it's not going to work out well so let's just not beat around the bush you like playing your way i like playing my way you could try and teach them and they might say don't worry it'll be relaxing it'll be nice and easy and then they turn into that gamer you can just say, look, we tried. It doesn't work out. Let's just go have a beer instead. So, posit- and then you can just be positive about other things because a bad gamer is not necessarily a bad hobbyist. And this is a, another distinction we need to make as well. Yeah. Is so, some people are gamers, some people are hobbyists. Yeah. Can I, Sorry, Michael. It's all right. So, I was just going to say, so that's everything that Elson's well that we've both just been talking about is kind of specific to uh, like gaming and kind of in person um mm-hmm. sort of negativity and generally i think most people unless you are playing loads and loads of games against people you don't know like in stores and at clubs and things like that i think generally a lot of people will avoid this kind of negativity pretty easily yes. because they're playing yeah. against friends and people that they do know and generally those games will be better because you all mm-hmm. just have fun so i want to talk a little bit about negativity uh online ah which is no, the I'm, other which is the other side um, i'm gonna i'm gonna correct you we're gonna talk about positivity online right but yes sorry yes. E- evil twin called negativity online yeah, how as well, to, which how needs to, avoid, to be mentioned how to avoid negativity and how to be positive online. Um, so <laughs> right. I, I, I will give you the quick answer for the positive side. Actually, no, you go first. I have a very quick answer. So you, you hit with the negative side of things well, first. So negativity online can take a few different forms. It can be, it's generally it's just people telling you that you are wrong or not very good at whatever it is that you're mm. doing, that you've painted something wrong or that you've which, got a rule wrong and wh- that actually which, they're right and, yeah, so I'm just going to lunge this one out there, and I do apologize about interrupt, interrupting here. But anyone that does this online, that's fucking rude. That's just fucking rude. Yeah. So I just want people to know that. Sorry, carry on, Pickle. <laughs> uh, so all I was going to say is there are like endless amounts of Facebook groups, of uh, hashtags to follow on Instagram, of people to engage with on Twitter, of 
different Reddit subreddits and things in there. There, there, there are literally, and then there's all the other stuff that isn't like a popular social media platform, like little mm-hmm. blogs and websites and all this sort of stuff, Discord servers. And the long and short of it, like the very basic answer is if you aren't enjoying or you feel worried or nervous about posting in any particular given place, then maybe just don't post there. And <laughs> the, like right. that, I'm, well, I'm not saying that you should, or if you if you get any negative comment, don't ever post there again. Like it, it's all down to you as an individual, like how thick your skin is. Because yeah. um, like I generally, I've stopped posting in uh, a few different places because. It, the reaction that I get isn't worth posting mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or because I just feel like I'm not on par with this a level of stuff that gets posted. Like heavier metal on Facebook. I am going <laughs> to call that one out. Like I feel like I, I am not up to the same standard as a lot of people that painted there, or at least not my day to day painting. Like if I tried with a piece, yeah. I could make it look good like and kind of on par with some of the lower people in there but my day-to-day mm-hmm. painting my general like stuff for armies and things it's not up to that standard so there's no point in me posting there because it's not it's not the right sort of group for what i do but i would say that nine times out of ten i'll quite happily post in most groups because i am i can deal with the little bit of like negativity if it ever comes around having mm-hmm. said that I have made a point of pretty much only being in groups that do have a good positive atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes. and then any any of the ones that aren't, I've I've left over the years because I've I've tried, I've posted, or and it's not it, it's not just necessarily the stuff that you post and get responses to. It can be posts that other people put up that then show up on your timeline. And after a while, if you see the same sort of you know broken record negative posts you just get fed up and you leave the the groups Mm -hmm. um now what i will say is that there are bastions of uh positivity um there's a couple of facebook groups that i would recommend uh Mm -hmm. the first off being the ms paints uh facebook Mm -hmm. group the open one um there's also the benji's hobby community group yep um those are both fantastic the luke's aps group is generally yep. quite good it can be um, a little bit sarky but i think that's because it's that's supposed just, to be yeah um <laughs> but that's generally quite good um and then a shout out for the specific faction groups that i am in the necron group and the salamanders group are both <laughs> absolutely uh superb very little mm. negativity in either of those and when there is it's always generally quite well written and presented and it's not just yeah it's not just name calling and like people getting angry like i'm not saying it never is but generally it's quite good um and i i enjoy all of those communities um aside from that shameless self-promotion there's my discord server which (laughs) i i pride on being a very welcoming and open place for all kinds of different hobby and generally quite a positive place and i'm very proud of that of that fact now they're all great places to go and you should go visit because there are like-minded people there and they're all relatively happy now as a personal some personal advice um or intuition or ways to think 
I'm going to divulge my brain capacity to you so that you can enjoy the same kind of silliness that pops up in my head, which makes me feel better on a day-to-day basis. So (laughs) brace yourself for this one. So first off, my piece of advice, number one, angle of attack. Right, what does this mean? (laughs) When you're talking to someone, when you're in a group, and you can see maybe the group is a bit hostile, but it's only a couple of people, and they're making the entire group hostile. But say there are, I don't know, uh, 20,000 people in a Facebook group, um, and the majority of all the threads are populated by 20 people. And a good chunk of them are... We all know that. Angle of attack. Throw funny in there. They don't know how to deal with funny. You're on safe grounds. So, for example, my angle of tact. Here's, a, here's an example of what I did. Mark six Marines for Horace Heresy. People have got their own opinions about heresy. People have got their own opinions about Mark six. What I did is I assembled all of them. I took a picture with the shoulder pad on the wrong side because apparently people get really upset about that stuff. And I just put the title, Get Beaked, Mate. <laughs> 2,000 likes I beat all the other posts this year by get beaked mate brilliant so, angle of attack people it makes you feel better because that post clearly shows to me there's a lot more people that enjoy funny that enjoy that that rather than people enjoy negativity the people that enjoy negativity i think are having a bad day but it may have lasted 6 years so and they're just a lot more vocal that's my that that is my honest to god opinion and i would say if you're having a bad day just don't just, just find a way to make yourself feel better like get beaked mate so, my uh, the, my friend who runs our local GW posted uh, some uh, I think they were world eaters. I think oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In uh, one of the heresy groups, I'm not sure which one because uh, I'm mm. presuming that there's multiple. Uh, but personally, mm. they was really really happy with the paint job. Really really happy. Again, I think they were Mark Six. Yeah. Um, and the first comment he got was basically, uh, "Looks great apart from that backpack. It's not the right backpack." Um, right. <laughs> And uh, that bummed him out because he was like, Do you know what? I were really happy with the paint job and stuff. The weather in it was cool. Like, they were really cool. Like, all the scarring and stuff. And p- no one's commented on any of that. And it's just the that's the wrong backpack. Despite no. the fact that, I mean, I don't know because I don't do heresy, but apparently there, there aren't Mark Six backpacks or jump packs or whatever. <laughs> so, now, yeah. People like that, the rivet counters, unfortunately, it's it comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. with the hobbyists. There's a lot of them. What you need to understand about them is they're having a bad day. Yeah. But they don't realize they're having a bad day. Their life has become a perpetual bad day. Then they haven't realized it. They haven't realized what happiness was like from when they were a child. And they don't re- I don't think they fully appreciate happiness. They say they're happy when they've got lots of things and they've got things right. But that's not happiness. So, part two, understand what makes you happy. Angle attack combined with happiness. Now, this is a tricky one. 
What makes you happy? What makes you happy, Pickle? Uh, just hobbying, painting, yeah, gaming, he's... looking at cool stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have to be hobby. It just what make, what makes you happy in general. Uh, that's a very like deep question. Oh no, right <laughs> for, for but, a Saturday morning. That is a yeah, very deep yeah. question. But it's what you need to understand. It's you are not. If you're going to be positive, you need to be happy. And what I could say is, when you're happy, is don't look for other people's validation. To yeah, don't look for validation in other people. If you're happy, be happy and don't worry about what everyone else is doing. And this is like, this is really kind of preachy. And I do apologize to everyone, but this is kind of the message that I need to put across to people is you don't need validation for other people for doing what you enjoy. So if you are enjoying it, enjoy it and enjoy being around the people you like being around. And I think yeah. that's what makes me happy is being around people that I enjoy being around um, that that is generally what makes me happy uh, when I get to have a laugh, have a fun time. Um, I do it and it can be whatever. It doesn't have to be gaming. It doesn't have to be hobbying. Like right now, I enjoy these podcasts immensely. So because I get to talk shit for like an hour uh, or more <laughs> and it's wonderful. I love it. And that's what makes me happy. And I don't mind going into any shop and talking shit to people, but, they have to under if they think I'm crazy, that's absolutely fine. But I know I'll be walking out happy. They'll be looking, they'll be walking out confused. I'll be happy though. Mm -hmm. So find what makes you happy. That's that's advice number two. Uh, I think to be fair, that is like a good sort of that's a good place to sort of end that discussion. Yeah. Um, to end that topic. Like basically, like there's there's loads of different things and like we kind of mm -hmm. joke about, you know, avoiding this and doing this and blah blah blah. But like the 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 long and short answer for how to avoid negativity and how to be positive in your hobby is just to be positive. Like and mm. it sounds like a really cop-out, like easy answer. But generally, yeah, just do stuff you enjoy, do stuff that you're excited about, surround yourself with people that encourage that enthusiasm and encourage that happiness and that sort of that that are happy because you're happy and you all you bounce that off of each other mm -hmm. like and if you do that then like find it find a community that you enjoy being part of that you enjoy engaging with that that is a net gain overall yeah. like yeah. if if you come away from an interaction in a community or a group or on a social media or whatever, and you feel better than before, or, you know, or it's made you smile or whatever, then that is a good, that is good interaction. Right. If you right, come uh, away from a group going, oh, I wish I'd not painted that, or I wish I'd done this, that, and that instead, or, and feeling like, I'm not saying that because sometimes that sort of stuff is important, like to grow as a painter, as a hobbyist, to learn stuff. Like you do need mm -hmm. to reflect on stuff. I'm not saying that you should always just be, amazingly happy with everything but if you come away feeling bad about a paint job that's the, or an experience or an experience yeah. then yeah then that is that's, maybe when you should look and go i don't, I don't know don't, if this is for me yeah i don't enjoy it now yeah. i was going to throw other points in there but i realized i climaxed far too early so uh <laughs> <God>. ying <laughs> uh so yeah just be happy that's yeah. yeah be happy enjoy it and if someone's being weird or being grumpy angle of attack go in hit them sideways or in the rear depending what your preference is and surprise them surprise yeah. rear attack there, there you go, go. <laughs>
so that was our main topic. And again, I just want to sort of cap, like end that and, and cap that with reiterating that obviously there's, we've basically just tried to describe all in-person and online interactions <laughs> in 20 five minutes and it's obviously a very complex thing talking about human interaction is a very complex topic and there are many 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 variables and things that to consider so obviously not everything is going to be applicable for every situation and we are by no means saying you you must all be super happy all the time and super positive all the time and nothing is ever bad or anything like that because we understand that you know stuff you you, you can do a paint job and go do you know what i'm not really happy with that mm-hmm. but the it's like it's just it's how to take how to take it and and turn it into a positive if i paint yeah. something i'm not happy with it i don't go oh it's a crap paint job and i wish i'd not bothered and i'm just gonna pack it in and oh why have i done this i don't i look at it and go right next time i will i know to try something different for this because this doesn't look as good as i'd like and i'll try something different for that and it's just generally it's the overall trying to be positive about stuff and trying at the end of the day final thing i'll say is this is a hobby it is something that we do to enjoy to escape from general day-to-day that can be you know it can be a bit lackluster sometimes it, you, you mm-hmm. know you can have stuff going on at work you can have you know like problems with other people or whatever like and we do this hobby it's something that we're supposed to do and enjoy yeah so i think yeah. generally you need to be enjoying what you're doing and that I know that a lot of what we said is kind of like it sounds. It's very like it's, I, idealistic and so basically almost, be happy. <laughs> yeah, and that obviously we know that it's not always like possible no, to, it, to be a, a shining beacon of happiness. No, like, even people like like generally like us, we we try and create mm-hmm. like positive content and positive environments, both on the podcast and like in our own channels and videos and like my Discord server and stuff like that. But we're not but we, happy all the time. Yeah, we're not happy all the time. Like I know, that, um, I know that might shatter the illusion for a lot of you. <laughs> um, even to the point where I, I have counselling sessions every other week as well, just to uh, vent my own brain. Essentially, yeah, because my, my yeah, it ticks over uh, too much. And I suffer with depression on like every sort of three or four months, and I, I am like full honesty, I am in a bit of a spiral at the moment. Like I have been for the last week. I. It's nothing in particular. I'm just not happy because mm. this is just how my head works. And I know that that's an extreme. That's not necessarily tied to the hobby, but it's just the point is that not everything is amazing all the time, and we know that. Yeah, yeah. but that's okay. Uh, to be yeah. honest with you, it's it's okay to not be okay all the time. Um, and my advice to cap off my side of things would be understand when you're not happy and if the experience of going out and seeing someone is going to make you happy then go for it if you don't think or you think it's not going to probably best avoiding it it's you don't always have to do these things you can have down days but honestly uh, we just need a bit more positivity so if you if you're feeling down and everything like that just remember if you're about to get become a keyboard warrior are you just having a bad day? If so, put the keyboard down and call up someone that you will make you feel better or someone in your life and do something which will try and make you happy. So yeah, just uh, get out there, leave a nice comment on a photo. Like, yeah. Happiness oh. is 
infectious on a, yeah. a, a scale which I don't think people appreciate. So if you find someone that's happy, be around them, it will probably make you happy as well. And the same goes, like, if you, you know, go on Instagram, scroll through. If you like a, if you like a photo, leave a like, but also leave a comment. Like, tell someone what you like about that paint job. Tell someone why you like what they've done with that. Because that, it's nice getting likes, but comments, it, it's more of a... It's a personal thing. Yeah, it's more of a personal touch. And I'm not saying you have to do it all the time and, and that you, you should be responsible for other people being happy. But as Elsa's just said, if, if you are nice to someone else and they then feel happy because they've had a, a positive experience, they are more likely to then pass that on and yeah. do that with someone else. And then and, and it, that's how it spreads. And if we're, all, if we're all that little bit nicer, everyone would all be a little bit nicer. <laughs> And, and to be honest with you, I, that's what I'm using as my excuse for hanging around with these big time YouTubers. I just, I'm a happy person, so they accept me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That was, it's a bit of a weird topic, a bit of a different one, and not really mm-hmm. like, I feel like we have rambled a little bit, but I hope that when, when I listen back to this and when you guys listen to this, I hope it kind of makes sense what we're trying to say. Um, yeah, that angle in the rear. That's what you're going for. Yeah. Ba- basically, there's, there's, there is just, the nature of the internet is that there is always going to be uh, negativity and just general yeah. anger because it's it's the internet and everyone yeah. is allowed to have their opinion. And yeah. can we call it a butt shot? So if someone's being negative and you come with an angle attack, can we call it a butt shot? If you want to, yeah, that's butt shot, <laughs> brilliant. So there we go. I hope I hope that this makes sense and I hope that that's been vaguely thought provoking um mm. if you've got anything you'd like to talk about or any other suggestions for ways to encourage positivity in the hobby or to to oh, combat yeah. negativity uh, oh, yeah. come over to our discord server and chuck them in the podcast discussions channel we're always <laughs> happy to chat about anything we talk about on the podcast in there um and it'd be great to great to see some of you over there. It's a very welcoming uh, society, uh, group, society. Community. It's a very welcoming community. Uh, I am very very proud of it, as I mentioned earlier. And yeah, it'd be it'd be great to have you guys in there. Mm. Uh, so that's going to be for the main topic. Uh, we haven't actually got a snack attack this week. We did decide no, on I, one, but then I I ran out just before we got started. I ran out to Morrison's to get some. And they don't have any, so I picked up some wheat crunchies instead. So we don't have a snack attack, but I will just entertain you with this. Brilliant. Uh, so yeah, we. To be fair, we weren't sure it. Like a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Um, I wasn't supposed to be at home right now, so we weren't supposed to be recording today. And we had actually said we'd record on like earlier on this week, but then we uh-huh. didn't. And basically, this week's just been a bit of a, a weird one for me, as I mentioned. I'm not in the best place mental health wise um i was supposed to be doing something last night which meant that i wouldn't be at home today and then that ended up not happening uh so it was kind of a last minute thing and i i I, i'm honest i completely forgot about snack attack and everything so we will be doing one next episode um so don't don't worry about that well not not the next episode because that's the that's the other thing I need to oh, talk to you about a little, little bit of a, a teaser, teaser here. Uh, the next episode, uh, the next main episode will be out in two weeks as normal. Um, mm-hmm. But there will be an extra bonus episode out next Monday on mm-hmm. on the alternate week. Uh, me and Elson yeah. had the privilege of interviewing uh, Black Library author Nate Crowley. 
Now, if that name doesn't mean anything to you, uh, Nate Crowley is the author of the two Twice Dead King books, uh, which are the, the Necron books, as well as the recent Gazgul Thracker book, uh, all of which are absolutely fantastic. I uh, got, in, got in contact with him, had a bit of a dialogue back and forth, and um, he very kindly offered up some of his time. We interviewed him, and that is already recorded. It was a hell of a lot of fun to do that. And that we, we were originally going to record and release that as just the main topic for a normal episode. It was going to be this episode. But it because went on of for how a long time. Yeah, it went on for longer than we thought it we, was going to th- do. Yeah, because we thought half an hour and it yeah. was rocking over an hour easily. Yeah. So we decided that we didn't want to have to cut any of it out to make it fit into our because we drop we like to try and keep the episodes at about an hour-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided we didn't want to cut anything out and, and spoil the interview. So uh, that is going to be its own special bonus episode that will be out next Monday on the mm. off week. Uh, so yeah, you've got a, you've got an extra helping of us, and mm. yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to record. So I hope you all look forward to hearing that. I think as well. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Pickle. Are we going to delay the Stranger Things topic for the week after the next time we do a proper? Yeah, the next. The next. Because, so basically, th- this yeah. is the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. The, str- <laughs> the Stranger Things. The Stranger Things chat will be on. Uh, the next proper episode two weeks we time yeah, yeah two, weeks, two time. weeks time yeah so it, it's, it, gives, it gives people loads of time to make sure they're all properly caught up on it yeah and, and to be fair stuff. yeah we've we've both been in a kind of weird headspace and to be fair the weather in the uk is doing something very bizarre right now yeah. where it's going incredibly hot like yeah we i had a check we're going to be hotter than like um mexico uh spain all of these like hot countries the uk is going to be hotter than them in the next couple of days so we're all a little bit like our roads are going to melt things yeah. are going to fall apart people are going to die we're all a little bit like ah, ah. we're not ready for like intense heat like this so no. um yeah we're 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 all bracing ourselves for <laughs> an interesting yes. experience um so yeah that's that's that is us um and this is the mm-hmm. end of the podcast. So I've, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. I hope um, it's kind of made sense. I know it's been a little bit of a rambly one, a little bit of a different one. But as Elsa just said, it's been a weird week, uh, weather-wise, and for, for both of us, and other stuff going on. But yeah, I think it's still a good episode. Um, so do I. Wheat crunchies also as well do have to go into snack attack at some point because these are amazing. We'll do wheat crunches at some point. Yeah. Um, we, we, we need to get caught up on all the suggestions that we've oh, had. Oh, we've got um, a, Yeah. Um, we, hmm. I need here's to go through qu- and make an actual list that we can go through and tick off at some point. Yeah. Do all right, Here's a question for people in the uh, in pickle jars, Discord, or whatever. Would people like us to do two snacks in one? Because I can. that's the only way I think we can catch up. No, we, we can't do two snacks. Can't we? No, because it it's it, it, it. Do you know what? It takes away from each snack if it doesn't get its own dedicated slot. So, mm. and also, like if we have one and it's quite a strong taste, that will affect the next one. That's what I thought. So, I think combos, combos. Maybe like maybe we'll do a special combo week. Maybe we'll think Me- about it. Uh, people, <laughs> comment, make it happen. Combo week. 
Lots of snacks. Maybe like four or five in one hit. No. <laughs> and then we can like shove them all in the mouth at the same time and go, does this work? Oh my God. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. It's been uh, it's been lovely to record another podcast with Elston. I, I do mean that. <laughs> Thanks very much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed the episode, leave us a like, leave us a comment, leave us a review. Follow us on all the podcast platforms. Subscribe mm. if you're on YouTube. And uh, share us out with your hobby friends if you think that they would enjoy listening to us talk about absolute nonsense. Elston, yeah. that, that was nonsense, by the way, not the other uh, words. <laughs> Elston, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? People can find me stuck in a corner somewhere crying while I get myself back together. I'm joking, actually. People can find me on the place called YouTube, and there's this wonderful thing called Channels on there. You can find me in uh, Elston Nation. Yes. And if you want to spell it, it's spelled E L S T O N A T I O. That's Brilliant. Elstonation. That's E. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to put you through that again. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Elstonation on YouTube. Uh, Elstonation's minis on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as well. And if you want to contact me, comment message whatever i'm also on a pickle jar discord server uh if you do want me to respond you probably have to put that at symbol because otherwise i just miss things so yeah you go. that me where find you pickle uh you can find me on my <laughs> youtube channel the pickle jar, pickle where, jar. Uh, where i put videos out you can also uh, find yeah, me put videos here you can also find me on my live stream channel uh pickle vision pickle vision uh, where I live stream and, <laughs> and do uh, stream the fog. I can't even do this anymore. <laughs> um, you can also find me on all my social media platforms. Uh, that damn uh, social media. <laughs> uh, um, so Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, all TikTok. those places. <laughs> <laughs> the best place to find me is on my Discord server. Um, and again, yeah, if you want if you want to get hold of me, just use the at symbol, although I am a bit more active on it than Elston is. Um, so there active we go. Thank you. User. Thank you very much for listening to the episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm going to end it before Elston absolutely ruins nope. me. Nope. 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 So thank you very much. Nope. And we will catch you on nope. the next episode. No, nope. next time. Next time. I'll see you next time. Okay. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.